Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Heartfelt Inspiration Podcast. Uh, it is, as always, great to be with you all. Um, we're late this week, but God is still good. <laughs> um, so, church announcements. As usual, if you guys have not already subscribed on Apple Podcasts, go ahead and subscribe and leave us a review. Um, we love five-star reviews here, so <laughs> that'll be awesome. Um, on Spotify, go ahead and follow the podcast. On Anchor, if you would, go ahead and favorite the podcast. Um, and as always, we're available on... Oh, man, we're, on, <laughs> we're available on just about every platform. So uh, when you're sharing it with your friends and family, they can pretty much listen to it anywhere. Um Right now, we're actually charting in Japan, which is pretty uh, cool. So shout out to my peeps in Japan. <laughs> um, and without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. So, all right, let's get into it. Um, not quite sure how long this episode will be, but we're going to get into it and talk about... Um, why you have to keep going. And I think I've discussed this before, but I will um, I have to say to you guys that uh, God kind of gave me a new revelation of this thing um, about, um, I think it was a couple of days ago. And we were, I was in um, my quiet time. And um, I think, I'm not sure if I told you guys in the last podcast, that I had gone through and read the New Testament, like uh, at the beginning of this year, um, some of the end of last year, and I I finished uh, I finished some some months ago, and so you know I had been discussing or asking God for more instruction, more direction, you know, just more clarity, and um, He was like, well time to start the Old Testament. So I started and I've started just in the first chapter of, well, obviously the first chapter of Genesis. I started in Genesis and haven't got very far. Oops, sorry about that. Why I don't have my phone off, I am not sure. But um, so I just gotten um, into it really in the past couple of days. So I've been reading and I I think it was chapter five. First of all, I read, uh, I started reading it. And of course, we all know the story of Cain and Abel and, you know, how Cain killed Abel and all of those things. And, you know, I've heard it preached before that, you know, obviously when Cain killed Abel, uh, Eve was probably very upset, you know, and in a state of grieving and mourning. And um, she, uh, it says after that uh, she knew her husband and she gave birth to Seth. And so that's where I picked up at. And, you know, a couple of things God was giving me about this whole thing, because after it talks about you know, Eve giving birth to Seth after everything that went on with um, the sons and Cain being uh, 
Cain being um, cursed and all of those things. Then we get to uh, the fifth chapter of Genesis where it talks about, it's the book of generations of Adam. And it was, you know, I've always, you know how you read those genealogies or I think that's how you say them. But I think, you know, when you're reading the the, uh, family tree, in some of these chapters in the Old Testament, sometimes it can get a little confusing. You know, the names start running together. And guys, when I read it, it was so clear. Like, um, and I read in the New King James when I typically read the Bible. I don't really, I do read other translations sometimes just to get a little bit of clarity, but I do try to read like in the King James or the new King James versions. And um, as I was reading it and something just stuck out so clear to me and I want to share it with you guys. There was a couple of different points that just stuck out to me. You know, initially when I was, um, I was reading, I, I was looking at, you know, uh, Cain and Abel and how Cain was upset with God when he didn't receive his sacrifice and God kind of makes the statement of, you know, kind of, why are you upset? You know, uh, don't you know, you will be rewarded if you do what's right. And (laughs) the thing to me that stood out the most in that part of that, that, uh, chapter was how, you know, God was not, uh, he was not, he didn't feel sorry for Cain. You know, Cain felt sorry for himself, but God didn't feel sorry for him. And, you know, I just kept thinking in my mind, man, so Cain knew better. You know what I mean? Like they knew what was to be sacrificed. Like there was no, you know, as you go on into the chapters and the next books and stuff, God clearly says what what is the appropriate sacrifice for sin or what is the appropriate sacrifice to bring to him. So Cain knew what he should have sacrificed, but he sacrificed what he wanted to. And when I listened to that, I was thinking to myself, man, how, how often is it that we know the right thing to do, but we still do what we want to. And then we're upset with God because God is not happy with what we brought, you know, like, (laughs) So I, I read that and, you know, that's a that's a whole nother word for a whole nother time. But I read that and I was thinking, man, we we we'll, we act like we don't know better, but we do. And God is kind of just looking at us like, why are you upset? You know, you know what you're supposed to be doing. And we still do the thing we want to do. And I also found it so interesting because um, when I started reading chapter five and, you know, going through the genealogy and it basically talks about most of the, um, like it talks and I'm trying to explain this in the way that I saw it. So what I'm going to do is I will, (laughs) I'll read a few and then I'll explain to you what I saw when I started reading. So let's start in, um, Let's start in verse three, um, where it talks about, it says, and Adam lived an hundred and thirty years and beget a son in his own likeness and after his, his image 
and called his name Seth. And the days of Adam after he bega- he had begotten Seth was 800 years and he begat sons and daughters and all the days that Adam lived were 930 years and he died. And Seth lived 105 years and begat Enos. And Seth lived after he begat Enos 807 years and begat sons and daughters. And all of the days of Seth's life or all of the days of Seth were 912 years and he died. And Enos lived 90 years and begat Canaan. And Enos lived after he begat Canaan 815 years and begat sons and daughters. And now, so after I read a few of those, you see how they talk about, like, it starts with Adam. It does not even mention Cain and Abel. Like, it talks about his 130 years and then he begets Seth. So what's important is that Seth, he had to get to the Seth blessing. In order to um, move forward, Adam had to live 130 years before he beget the son or the child of promise. So it goes on and then it talks about Seth and how Seth lived. Oh, shoot. I'm sorry. I lost my place. But Seth lived 105 years and beget Enos, right? So he had to live 105 years before he beget the son of promise or the child of promise. So what initially just set out to me, you know, and then it goes on to talk about Enos living a certain amount of time before he beget the child of promise. And then, you know, it talks about how long he lived after that. But what's important is that child in the genealogy that brings forth the next child, you know, and so there was an important lesson to learn from Cain and Abel, but the genealogy begins with Seth. So there are things happening in your life up to the point of the child of purpose or the blessing that comes, but you have to endure until that time comes. And the thing that sticks out to me the most was that everybody's time before that child of promise was a different time frame. It was not all 100 years or so, and then they had the child. Like some of them didn't even go that far. Like um, Canaan lived 70 years and beget the child of promise. You know, so what stuck out to me most was there's a story in the Cain and Abel. You know, there's a story in those those children. There's a story in that part of your life. But the promise is with Seth. And you have to get to the Seth promise. You cannot stop. If you stop, then the genealogy can't go forward. You know, you can't pass on those generational blessings that you need to pass on if you stop where the hard times come. If you stop where Cain kills Abel and you're so, you know, you're so grieved or you're so, um, you're stuck in a place of depression or sadness, you're not going to get to the Seth blessing. You have to get past that. You have to get to the 105 years or the 70 years. You have to get to that to get to that child of promise so that you can be blessed. 
And so that thing stuck out to me so hard, y'all. And it's amazing because like, like I said, I read the King James Version. And sometimes, you know, it's so confusing. But that thing stuck out to me so plain in everybody's time before they get that child of blessing is different. Everybody's timing is different. Generally speaking, some of, most of them are like 100 years or so, and then they give birth to that child. But some of them are less than that. Because Canaan's child lived 65 years and beget Jared. You know, and it is it's 65 years compared to the 105 or the 100 and um, how long did Adam live before, uh, before he beget Seth? He lived 105 years. And Seth, you know, he he lived 112 years before he gave birth. You know, and it's it's so interesting because everything is every birth is different. You know, every everybody's time frame. I'm sorry, that was wrong. <laughs> Seth lived 105 years. And Adam uh lived 130 years. Yeah, I had to fix that. I'm sorry, y'all. But that's 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 the thing that stuck out most to me is that t- everybody's time is different, but everybody had to make it to that promise to to bless and to have that genealogy to keep going. So that thing was the first thing that stuck out to me. Yeah, God was saying to me, you must keep going to get to Seth, to the Seth promise, to the purpose. And each one of them lived about um, a certain amount of time before the child of promise was birth. But one thing is evident. Everybody's time is different. And see, that's the thing. We want things to be quick. We want to get to the blessing fast. You know, we want to, um, we don't want to have to endure a whole lot of stuff. Or when we start enduring things and things get hard, we want to sit down and not go anymore. And the thing is, we still have to get up. We have to get up and keep going. You know, yeah, the story of um, of Abel and Cain is important. Like the story that you, um, whatever it went, whatever you went through up until the point of where you are now, those stories are important. Yes, they have they have a whole lot to do with uh, what you're going to going to make it to. But you have to keep going after after the sad thing happens, after the tragedy occurs, you have to get up and you have to keep going and you have to get to the Seth promise so that the genealogy can keep going so that you can bless the generations behind you. You know, you have to start that business. You have to get out and do that thing that God has been putting on your heart. He, he has the Seth blessing waiting on you. It's waiting for you. It's right there. You just have to endure until it's time. You know, um, the word says, uh, it says, ah, guys, I want to find the scripture. But uh, blessed is the one that endures because in due season, he shall reap a harvest. You know, so if you keep going, you shall reap the harvest. You shall get to that purpose. And I just pray that each one of us keeps going. You know, I know that thing was hard. I know whatever happened was tough and it knocked you off your feet. 
it made you sad. It it kept you in a place of depression or it put you in a place of depression. But God is able. God is still there. He is he has not given up on you. What he said is going to come out of you is still going to come out of you. Those blessings that are before you are still there. You just have to keep going to get to your Seth. Okay? You just have to keep going to get to your Enos, to your Canaan. You have to keep going to get to that child of blessing so that you can bless your generations behind you. I love you guys so much, and I hope that blessed you. So yeah, keep going. Get to your Seth. Get to your purpose. Because I know that whatever it is beyond that purpose is where the genealogy can can really bless your family, can bless the generations that come behind you. You know, it's it's in our hands. It's it's in us. We can get up. We we have the ability to get up. You know, God has been sharing with me recently, you know, you you have to be connected to the vine. When you get disconnected, that's when things start happening. That space that's created between you and God when you're not talking to him as often as you should. That's the place where you get to the point where you don't know if there's ever going to be a Seth. But guess what? The promise, the purpose is still in you. That Seth is still in you. That Enos, he's still there. You're 105 years, you're 130 years, you know, okay, that is just relative, but I'm saying however long it is to get to that place, keep going, keep doing what you're doing. Don't stop. Stay consistent. I love you guys so much. And we will talk on Thursday.